Hello, everybody, and welcome to What's Your Story? Well, today's episode is called The Start of It All, and where I'm at right now in my life where I feel as though I should share this. So, I graduated culinary school in 2009, but before that, I had to intern. I could choose whichever restaurant I wanted, or I could go to somewhere where the school would send me. Now, originally, I wanted to intern for the Food Network, and my chef told me that it was impossible to get into and that my chances were low. So, of course, I believed him, and I said, okay, I'll choose something else. So, a gentleman and I went out to eat for dinner at Caraba's Italian Grill in Central Islip. I was blown away by the service, by the food. Everything was amazing, the look, the feel of the restaurant. So, I decided to ask if I could intern there. I ended up interviewing with uh, two gentlemen, the owner and the manager, and I went in my chef coat. I was so excited. I went in my chef coat. I had checkered pants and a white button-down chef coat, and I even went in with my knives because supposedly that's how you go to an interview for a restaurant. So I ended up getting the internship in June, and in July, they ended up hiring me. After some trials and tribulations, because there was only one other female on the line, so it was a bit difficult for me to really get my feet on the ground And really, I was just starting off as desserts and I was very overlooked. But after stomping my feet and a couple of the cooks running away, I finally got my opportunity to get on the line. It was the most exciting day of my life. So after that, ended up getting into an argument with my boss and I left. I went to go work for a vitamin factory for one month, exactly one month. (laughs) And I hated it. It was the worst. After a conversation with my boss, well, my ex-boss, I decided to go back because at the end of the day, cooking really was what I wanted to do. I ended up with the opportunity after speaking to our general area manager. He found out that I had gone to culinary school, so he decided to send me off to MIT, which is manager in training. I was beside myself. I could not believe that I got the opportunity to become a manager. It was more than what I could have asked for, more than I even knew that I wanted at the time. So, So I end up going to... Rhode Island with the gentleman that interviewed me, the owner of my store in Central Islip. And then I went with a co-worker of mine. I went with who I call or we all call DP. His name is David. We all head out to this meeting and on the way back on the ferry, I'm not saying anything. I'm super quiet. And that's just my nature in one aspect when I don't really know the people that I'm around. I'm very quiet. But once I get to know you, I ease up on that. So they were talking and DP looked at me and he asked me what my story was. I had no idea what he meant. I looked at him like he was like it was a deer in headlights. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, what's your story? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, everybody has a story. What's your story? And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, my parents are from Dominican Republic. (laughs) My I live at home with my parents. I don't know. Like I went to culinary school and here I am. I guess at the time I just didn't know how to articulate myself so he looked at me as if oh well next like this one's not gonna cut it in my store move on to the next one now I had to go to Smithtown to train because supposedly you weren't allowed to train in the store that you were gonna stay in so the idea was that I was gonna train in Smithtown and then leave over to Central Islip well I went over to Smithtown and through that store I got my face kicked in night after night my shift started at nine in the morning I would go in at eight and still that wasn't enough time 
because it would be 10, 11 o'clock at night and I'd still be there. I'd be locking the doors with the other manager. It was just always a hustle and a bustle. I mean, one weekend alone, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I worked 36 hours and I still had two more days to work. So it was just a very exhausting and taxing job. But nonetheless, it was something that I had wanted to do. And at the time, you don't notice it because you're in it. One day, DP and I got into a We were both in a very difficult position. There was a manager that had just come off of MIT training and I had already been at that store for three and a half years. I wanted to leave back to Central Islip because it was always so busy. So I asked to go back to Central Islip and these were the words that just put a knife in my heart. He said, you think that going back to Central Islip is going to make you a better manager because it's not. But if you want to go, you can go. I was shattered. That man was my world. That man was my life. It was never, and I honestly saw this man as my father. He was somebody that I always wanted to impress, that I always wanted to do right by, that I always wanted to to hear him say, hey, good job. Very rarely I heard it, but he and I would work the hardest station back to back. And when I heard those words come out of his mouth, it's like my world crumbled. I cried so much. My heart hurt so badly. I just got up from the table and I left and I came back after speaking with my mother and crying hysterically on the phone. I told him that I was putting in my two week notice as a courtesy, as a manager, you should give a month because your job is more important to fill than you would an hourly. But I was so heartbroken and distraught that I just gave him my two weeks and he said, okay, after that. I had a whole mess of odd jobs. I worked a deli. I worked another deli. Then I ended up working a whole mess of weirdo jobs. And I decided somewhere along the lines that this isn't for me. Working in the food industry is no longer for me. It's very taxing. It's very difficult. And I don't feel that passion for food as I once felt. And I think that when you lose your passion for something, you either have to reignite it or walk away because then it becomes hatred. I decided that I should go back to school. I had gone a few years before that, but I had failed the classes and I wasn't really in it. If you're not in a place where you want or need school, then it really just sort of seems like a waste of time and money. And that's where I was previously. So I said, you know what? Maybe now's the time. So I decided to go back to school. And it was the best decision that I had ever made because it gave me a sense of purpose. It gave me a sense of responsibility. It really pushed me in a direction that I felt as though I wanted to go. So I went to school not knowing what I wanted to do. And finally, I decided, why don't you confront what's in your heart? What is it that your heart wants to do? And my heart wants to be an actress. When I was younger, people would ask me what you want to do or what you want to be when you grow up. And the first thing that I told them was that I wanted to be a psychologist, therapist. (laughs) And once I got a little bit older and I realized that I can cook and that it's a profession, I said I wanted to be a chef. Once I went into the industry, I realized that perhaps that wasn't for me. And I wanted to go back to being a therapist because I love helping people, sharing things that I've learned. I'm very open. Whatever questions somebody has, if I can answer it, I'll answer it. And I just feel as though people need to talk to someone. And I like talking to people. So why not it be me? Why can't I help you? It's embedded in my DNA to help. I don't know what it is, but it's just something that it comes naturally. I decided to go to school for psychology. I took Psych 101 and I 
did not very first day five pages of notes and I said this is not for me <laughs> which is why I ended up going into culinary school so when I went back to school I decided to confront what was in my heart and say what is it that you want to do kiddo so I knew that I wanted to do something people related which is always been my thing but I want to be an actress and I say want because it's something that I still want in my heart I'm currently still going to school so it's not something that's gone away but with my ex uh, we did Twitch streaming and I loved being in front of the camera. I loved talking to people. I loved just being involved. And I knew that that was something that I wanted to do. So when I went to school, I figured I would go to school, just get all the boring stuff out of the way, which is boring to me. It's obviously not boring to other people, but I would just get all the other stuff out of the way, the requirements, no matter what I choose to do in my future. Once it was time to choose a profession, I decided I would take radio and television broadcasting. Now, it sounds amazing, but there are a few courses that you have to get out of the way that aren't so fun. It's just a lot of history on where television and broadcasting and the media come from. So that part was interesting, but it doesn't get into the nitty gritty of what you want to do. So finally, I decided to take radio production. It has proven to be the most interesting course because we have to produce things. I had to make a public service announcement, a PSA, and I did it in this voice of The Godfather. So it was about the 2020 census. So it sounded a little bit like this. Every household had the option of responding to United States Census 2020 online by mail or by phone. Completing the United States 2020 census before I gotta go over there and break your legs. By April 27th is mandatory. And my professor <laughs> got a laugh out of it. And the class got a laugh out of it, realistically. But my professor said some words that were true. He said, this is fun and all, but at the end of the day, if you're gonna book a job, this isn't what you're gonna present. You have to present things that will get you hired. So I ended up writing up an actual PSA, a second one. I gave it to him and I have been producing PSAs for the college ever since. And it's turned out to be amazing. And right now we're in the middle of this pandemic, but it's actually benefited me in that it's given me the opportunity to learn editing. It's given me the opportunity to learn all of these things that I felt were so overwhelming to learn. Things that I felt as though... I could never fit in my mind. It's an uphill battle for learning something. And it's sad, but at 33, I felt as though I was already too old to learn something new, even though I have a very curious mind. So I produced from home. I decided after moving back home from my breakup that I wanted to stream again because I want to talk to people again. I don't want to stream video games because I'm not very good at it. I have a select handful of games that I love to play and that's it but I figured this would be a good opportunity to stream on my own and discover who I am as a streamer I did three streams actually and they were fun and all but it it wasn't quite hitting what I wanted to do so I decided that I would record my podcast because I've always wanted to create a podcast I just didn't know what I was going to do but I knew that I wanted to share something with people and I want to help them on a bigger level than me, on something bigger than myself. I feel as though this is something that is a calling, that it's it's something difficult to put into words, but it feels right. 
and I decided I would record my very first episode. My actual first episode of recording is Happy Me, but I think I wanted to start with this one to give you background as to who I am and why I'm even doing this. What I really wanted in my heart was to share my story and hope you would gain some sort of insight into who I am, that you would distract yourself for however long this podcast is and that you would share a journey with me and one more thing that I hope that you get out of it is that you can find your own story I think it may be something that I've manifested that's what I hope to offer through these episodes in this podcast today I'm extremely happy because I took a plunge and I sent my podcast over to an amazing company called Launch Video School I posted a picture of myself editing Happy Me, and they ended up contacting me just to see what I was editing, so on and so forth. They are just amazing, and their entire goal or mission is to help people like me that are starting editing or starting their video productions or starting projects as such. So I sent it over, and I was petrified. I mean, to the point where I couldn't sleep the night before, the very night that I sent it, because I was so nervous, because now this is a professional that's listening to it. It's not a friend of mine. It's not a cousin. It's not my parents. It's somebody that knows about sound levels and, and EQs and things like that. So, of course, now at this point, I'm petrified, and I'm thinking, maybe I'll just back out. Maybe I just won't send it. Maybe it's actually terrible, and I shouldn't be doing this. And then something inside of me just said, you know what, Marisol, it's either now or never. Just go for it. Whatever criticism you get, it's going to be constructive. If it's terrible, then it's good that you know now. That way you don't put it out and it's a bomb. And if it's good, then that's great. That means that you can move ahead with your plan and your timing. Thankfully, it was good news. <laughs> it, it made me happy to my core. And simultaneously, a very good friend of mine who's an amazing artist, he also drew up the cover of what this podcast is and I instantly started crying as soon as I saw the picture I was blown away first of all by his talent second of all that it's coming together that it's a project that I've put my hard work and time and dedication into something that I've never done before I barely graduated culinary school and let's face it when you're in school with a group of people that you enjoy being around, it's more like a party than anything else. I feel as though because I'm still not in the industry that I've cheated and that I don't deserve the title of a chef. But in this particular project, it's come from the heart. It's come from the core of who I am. And I just feel like it's right. And this I can honestly call my own. So it just brings me so much happiness to be able to do this and to move forward on it and today realistically starts my brand new journey in life because I don't plan on stopping I plan on having many stories to come and I hope that you will listen to these stories so I just want to thank you for listening to my podcast and I hope that you enjoyed it thank you